0: Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show On Demand from 1077 RKR. Calvazoo's Rock Station, 1077 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball.
1: And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lick Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westinage location on January 20th. Mark! Oh! Oh. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Yeah? Um, Feeling good? Yeah. You know what? We were talking the other day, Uh uh, last week, about... Words that are going to be banned this year? Yeah. I've got three more.
0: Okay. What is it?
1: Same old lines. Ah, I love it, man. Oh, my God. I think a lot of people have that sentiment right now. Yeah. Because regardless, they did what they needed to do to get into the playoffs, even though they didn't make it, sadly.
0: For those that uh, didn't make it through, I didn't make it through the whole game last night, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but the Lions won last night in Lambeau, twenty to sixteen. That hasn't happened since twenty seventeen, uh, and that's also the last time that the Lions swept the Packers in the season two, which they did this year as well. Um, and jeez, the Packers were so cocky coming into that game, man. It was it was just it was really gross, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Rodgers and everybody talk about how they're gonna win that game and how easy it was gonna be. Like, oh my god. Every single talking head had the Packers pick to win. <laughs> Every single one of them. Now who's laughing? Because who finished the season with a winning record? The Lions did.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: It's awesome, man. Um so unbelievably, well actually probably predictably, uh Green Bay is getting mercilessly trolled on social media this oh, morning. I bet. Um, if you're not following the Lions TikTok channel, you're missing out on a lot. Because I mean, <laughs> it's been fire all year, but like this year has been in particular the best. Um, so to, to set things up for last night, Seahawks uh, won in OT. They um, when when they did that, they effectively knocked the Lions out of the playoffs. So yeah. it became a winner get in for Green Bay last night. Lions approached it as their Super Bowl at that point. Yeah. Because I mean that—that's the end of their season, and you don't want Green Bay in. You don't want another NFC North in. It's—it's us or nobody in that situation, right? True. And to knock Rodgers and the Packers out in Lambo is got to be just incredible.
1: <laughs> it's got to yeah, be it's an a awesome good feeling. feeling. And I mean, everybody kind of had that mentality coming out of the game where they were like, "This is a new team." Yeah. And we're we're ready to win i think they have the sixth and thirteenth pick next year
0: which they is, they've got a first round pick I don't remember where it is
1: yeah i think it's sixth uh, but still that's good they could I do mean, some
0: they could do some damage if they yeah. make a great pick there
1: so i'm I'm actually pretty happy with the way this season ended i'll mm-hmm. be honest with you they went out there and did what they needed to do again you put yourself in a better situation it won't come down to needing a team to lose and you to win to right get you'll just get in and i think they're getting there.
0: And it was honestly like there were a couple games in the beginning of the season too. Like a few points the other direction. And we're talking like five points at the most. They're not in that situation. You know, the Lions yeah. played some close games. They very easily could have been there, you know, but they were still gelling. They were still putting the pieces together. And then it just mm-hmm. it finally clicked for great purpose. Uh, we also need to talk about Jamal Williams last night. Broke Barry Sanders' touchdown record in the third quarter. Wow. Uh, with 16... 16- season touch uh rushing touchdowns wow first thousand yard rusher in a season since reggie bush in 2013
1: so uh he's gonna
0: he's gonna be a free agent this year i'm pretty sure they're gonna try and re-sign him i would hope they do
1: well that's i think he was the one who was talking on on air last night i saw an interview Mm -hmm. and he was like this is a new team we're we're you know we're going so i think he's wanting to come back
0: yeah um I remember that speech that he gave during Hard Knocks at the beginning of the season. Like, his voice was cracking. But, I mean, he was like, you remember the record last season? You know, we're not that team. We're not that team. And he was saying that, you know, before the season even started, you know? Yeah. Um, We also need to change his name. It's Swag Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the den. Ha! Did you see that last night? No. So when they do, like, the team intros, you know, it's like Jared Goff. What are, you know, the oh, yeah, yeah. position they play and where they're from instead of saying <laughs> instead of saying Jamal Williams, he goes <laughs> he comes up and he goes Swag Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the dead and he's got this look on his face that he's like, you have no idea what I'm talking is he about.
1: referencing Naruto? Yes he is, 100%. <laughs> uh, he goes
0: by Swag on, on his social media, <laughs> so he is Swag of the Kazakage which is uh, people in the, in the anime Naruto
1: <laughs> and he's apparently
0: leader of that village of the dead <laughs> I love I love him so much because he's always talking about like he's like, I'm done with this. I want to go home and play Pokemon cards. Like he is legit a child and I love it in the best possible way. I I would say I really want him like in Dallas. I want a player like him in Dallas, but there's no way Jerry Jones would go for something like that.
1: When he when he makes his debut at home next year and he's coming onto the field, I need him to do the Naruto run. Oh (laughs) with the arms behind the back. Need it. Jamal Williams, <laughs> you
0: got a lot to live up to next year for Naruto. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077
1: RKR Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. It's all sponsored by Lake. If I catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westerners location, January 20th. Meatball, mm-hmm. you know who Black Bart is, right? Black Bart? Yes. Like the pirate? Oh, uh, that's, pi- that's Black Beard. Oh, that's Black Beard. Yes.
0: Black Beard. I Black- guess I don't know Black Bart.
1: Black Bart was a stagecoach robber in northern California oh, and southern okay. Oregon. All right. That was during the the late 1800s. Gotcha. So Michigan had its own Black Bart. Okay. And I don't know if you know this, the last stagecoach robbery east of the Mississippi took place in Michigan. Oh, wow. Okay. In 1889. All right. So there's a uh, there's a gentleman, his name was uh, Raymond Holsey. Okay. And he is known as Michigan's Black Bart. Okay. So I posted this article on the 1077 RKR app. You guys can check it out, too. This is really interesting because it kind of tells the story of his last robbery. A uh, passenger kind of decided to be a hero, pulled a gun, and started shooting. Um, Raymond Holsey fired back. Uh, and I it... It's kind of weird like they're they're not one hundred percent sure what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the passengers ended up passing away. Mm. Um Raymond Holsey was injured in the shooting, and um yeah, it it was kind of crazy. He ended up making it to uh, I think it was Republic, Michigan, okay, three days after the shooting, they recognized him, subsequently arrested uh, three days after that stagecoach robbery. So unlike Black Bart, see, Black Bart was more of how do you put it? He was kind of like a gentleman style bandit.
0: Right. He was like, "I'm sorry to inquire upon this disservice, but I must take upon all of your stuff."
1: Yeah. See, Black Bart never killed anybody. Oh. He, he was like style and sophistication. Oh. He was like cool hand okay. Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he's just kind of like smooth like that. You know, he dressed nice. Yeah. He was just like, "Yo." Know, He's How one of those on. that like
0: he didn't have to threaten you with a gun. He could just talk you out of the money that you had on your stagecoach. Yeah. Guys, gotcha. he's like
1: you don't you don't want that. Yeah. So unlike Black Bart, Raymond actually had blood on his hands. I think yeah. he had like four victims. Um, but yeah, he eventually, obviously, he was he served his time and then passed away from suicide in 1952. Oh man! But his legend uh, still holds strong in the UP. So this is I thought it was kind of interesting. Actually, it was said that. Uh Holsey took Bart's name after reading a novel about him as a kind of tip of the hat
0: to him. So he like just he was like, I like this Black Bart dude. I want to be like Black Bart.
1: Yeah. And he only it only lasted for like five months where he was robbing people. Um in uh uh Gojuba County, I believe is the pronunciation.
0: Okay. This was in the Upper Peninsula? Yeah. Man. I can't imagine there were a lot of stagecoaches in the Upper Peninsula.
1: Well, I don't know. You think about it, there was a lot of there was a lot of like hard work going on in the UP in the 1800s. A lot of mining.
0: Well, sure, but I mean like to get there cuz you didn't have bridges yet, right. you know. So like you literally had to go around all the great like, like it took a lot of effort to get in the UP. That's why a lot of like I mean it, that's why a lot of like the gangster guys hit out there. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, but
1: Yeah. I mean- but if you want to check out some old uh, some cool actually Michigan stage coaches, there's a bunch yeah. of photos of uh michigan and some early stage coaches as well and you can learn about michigan's black Bart up there
0: i just had to laugh i was thinking about when i was talking through that i was like man there can't really be a lot of stage coaches up there but like starting a career as a stage coach robert in in the upper peninsula and you're like i'm gonna rock rob stage coaches you just wait for months at a time before you see the next one.
1: Yeah. You gotta you gotta rob them to pay for the advertising to get the stagecoaches to <laughs> rob them to get the advertising.
0: It's the whole circle of life in the UP. It's time to turn up
1: your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing the day 95. five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five, where Mark and I
0: ask each other questions. The other one answers today. It's a new week. I'm asking the questions. Mark is answering, and Mark's got some help on the line from Caleb. How are you, brother? All right.
1: Awesome, man. All right. You and me gotta get three out of five questions right. Let's do this. All right, spinning
0: the wheel. We're gonna get right into it. Question number one is geography. Okay. Greenland is a dependency of what European country? Is it Iceland, Norway, or Denmark?
1: I... Th- oh, What's that? Norway. 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 I was thinking the same thing, too, actually. You
0: feeling I Norway? Know,
1: I know somebody from Norway. Let's go with it, yeah.
0: Okay. Greenland is actually a dependency of Denmark. Denmark, ah! Yeah. Bummer. Yep, they fly the Danish flag uh, whenever they try and go take over that island from Canada every year.
1: Gotcha. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. shoot. Oh, man, I thought you Forgot were going to remember
1: about that. that. We did a story on that a while back.
0: Yep. Dang it. All right, question number two. This is video games. You should be able to get this one. All
1: right. Which of these is
0: not a disease you could have died from on the original Oregon Trail video game in oh 1971? God. Now I'm going to give you five options. You have to pick the one that is not something you could die from on the Oregon Trail, okay? Oh,
1: make it a heartache.
0: One out of five. Dysentery. You could die. The flu. Cholera. Measles. Or typhoid. Which one of those five could you not die from in the original Oregon Trail?
1: I don't know. I think it's measles. Measles? Caleb, did you ever play that back in the day? Uh, No. Man. No. I played it briefly when I was in elementary school. I can't remember, though. Would you like me know- to throw you a
0: lifeline? I can cut it down to three. Okay. All right. I'm going to cut it down to three for you. All right. Dysentery, the flu, and cholera.
1: Oh, the flu. Wait. The flu. Wait. No, because it would say influenza. the same thing. Dysentery, influenza, and cholera? Sure. Okay. Let's go with cholera. I'm feeling that, Caleb. Yeah, sounds good. Cholera.
0: The disease you could not die from or didn't have the option to die from in the original Oregon Trail was the flu. <laughs> God
1: dang it. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah.
0: Not so much the case these days. All right, yeah. you got to sweep it here to get your point, all right? All right. Spinning the wheel. <laughs> this one is entertainment. Okay. In the first Rambo movie, First Blood, you- how many people does John Rambo kill? Oh my God. Is it five? Three or one? God. You would think he kills a lot of people in those movies. I can't. Which I think in the later movies he definitely does.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, God, I can it's been so long since I've seen Rambo. Is it just one?
0: Any thoughts on this, Caleb? I have no idea. I haven't seen it.
1: Oh my gosh. It's been so long. Man, I can't remember. Um, let's just shoot for one. Going for one? Yeah.
0: That is correct. Oh my god. He only kills one person in the first movie. It's a character named Galt. Oh, okay. I've it's I I honestly have never seen First Blood. I'll be quiet. Ah. All right. We're still in there, Caleb. Question number four. This is history. The Continental Railroad was completed and connected in 1869. In what state? Was it Nevada, Utah, or Wyoming? I think it was
1: Utah. <sighs> Utah, Thoughts, Caleb? Wyoming, man. I don't know. Why do you think it'd be Utah? I just, I, I'm, I just want you to. I'm just pulling yeah, up. I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing.
0: Yeah. So you. I'm watching map. your phone. Uh, if, for those that don't know, Mark is pulling up his map just to look at the states.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm thinking that because I, I have a. Uh, there's a, Wyoming.
0: I want to give you a hint
1: so bad. I think it's Wyoming, actually. I, I appreciate the thought of trying to give me. Uh, I, but I want to do it on my own. I okay. think it's Wyoming.
0: Caleb, you good with Wyoming? Yep. It's actually Utah. Oh no! The hint I was going to give you is remember that
1: scene from the
0: Wild Wild West where they, they go to Utah? Oh and gosh they- dang it!
1: <laughs> I knew it too! Because I have that history channel, America, the story of us, and I remember Right.
0: Ah. (laughs) That's all right. Gravy points here. Blew it for myself. The uh, NCAA natty is tonight. Georgia TCU playing for national title. This one is in honor of that. What college football program reportedly has the highest paid player in NIL money this year? Is it Ohio State with CJ Stroud, Alabama with Bryce Young, or USC with Caleb Williams? Who's making the most money in NIL this year? Miami. Oh, man. Say that again? Caleb Williams, I'm going to guess. With Caleb the, Williams from USC? With USC. Heisman Trophy winner, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's go. I'll run with you on that, bro. Let's say it.
0: Caleb picking Caleb. Yeah. I'm going to go in order from who makes the most or who makes the least to who makes the most, okay? Okay. Unfortunately, Caleb Williams is only number three on the list at yeah. 2.4 million. Ohio State, C.J. Stroud, $2.5 yeah. And Bryce Young from Alabama making $3.2 million. Uh,
1: that's stupid. That was actually going to be my guess because that's all Alabama has is money towards college
0: football. <laughs> right. Well, and Ohio State's losing recruits because they can't make enough money. It really well, unfortunately, Mark, you didn't get the point this week, but we all learned something. Yeah. I don't know what, but we learned something.
1: <laughs> yeah, we learned that. <laughs> I don't know crap about history, apparently, even though I do, but I don't.
0: But, Caleb, you are a big winner. You got that $20 gift certificate to Rocket Comics, and you get a dozen eggs, man. That's the big one right there. (laughs) Congratulations, man. Thank you. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball.
1: And Mark Frank House, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westridge location on January 20th. Love it. Meatball. Yeah. There is a story I found today that I've always had the respect of, of the natives, native peoples who lived bef- in Michigan before us. Right they've made me a believer okay in one of their great stories
0: all right which one
1: paul bunyan ah not a
0: pirate he's he's not a a pirate he's a lumberjack
1: so this is pretty funny so i don't know if you ever knew this um there's rumors that paul bunyan was based on an actual person who worked in michigan Okay. Uh, several off- authors have said that uh, Paul Bunyan was based on a real person. D. Lawrence Rogers uh, has suggested a possible connection between Paul Bunyan and the exploits of French-Canadian lumberjack Fabian Saginaw-Joe Fournier. Ah. And Fournier worked at the uh, H.M. Loud Company in Grayling. Okay. So there's, All right. there's always been rumors. Again, there's a lot of different theories on where he from. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But there's one origin story of paul bunyan that has seldom been spoken of okay and it's my favorite one and it's now the one i believe and that's the ojibwe origin story okay there is uh there's somebody who posted about this on facebook and i've got this on the 1077 rkr app, and this may be the greatest thing i've read and may read all year okay the original ojibwe Story Origin story of Paul Bunyan. As he tells it, goes like this. All right. He came to the area known as Red Lake and tried his deforestation BS. Trying to cut down their trees. But Nanabuzu, the greatest Ojibwe who ever lived, Mm. obviously wasn't having any of that. They got into a fight that lasted three days. And finally, our hero picked up a giant walleye and slapped the outlander silly with it. Paul got knocked on his ass in a mud puddle so hard it left an imprint of his butt cheeks there in the wet ground. That's why the lake is shaped that the way it is and why we were able to keep our forest.
0: Wait, what, what lake?
1: Uh, this is in, I'm going to try to pronounce this, uh, Bemidji, Minnesota. Okay. So I got to find out this lake and is, I got I to take an aerial shot of this lake.
0: Um, is it... Oh, wait, is that Red Lake?
1: Yes, Red Red Lake. Lake. Red Lake. So he said, you'll never hear this story in a book, but that's basically how the story was passed down to me from my father uh, when I was young, coming home from kindergarten in Bemidji, Minnesota, which was supposed to be uh, Paul Bunyan's favorite town. That's apparently the story behind the Paul (laughs) slash babe and the Nadabuzu (laughs) statues in that town. Uh, He said it used to be the sign of, uh, a sign at the res line. Uh, and he said, I remember the Chinooks didn't like it and kept cutting it down, but the story lives on. And now you know that Paul Bunyan was slapped silly with a walleye. And that's just <laughs> the way it is in my life.
0: Um, I just looked up Red Lake in Minnesota. There's an upper Red Lake and a lower Mid Lake, Red Lake. And there's the Red Lake Reservation right there on a little...
1: Oh, yeah. Peninsula. Oh, my God. It, is like-
0: it looks like a butt. <laughs> it
1: does look like two giant butt cheeks. That is fantastic. <laughs> that is so great. That's That's what I believe now. <laughs> that's now what I believe. Red Lake is just Paul Bunyan's ass stuck in the ground filled with water. That's awesome. After getting slapped with a walleye. Oh,
0: my God. Listen, this is just evidence. Like, there's no denying that Paul Bunyan, you know, not only was he a big dude, dude was packing some serious cake in the trunk, man.
1: Seriously, Marvel, if you're listening, pick this origin story up. (laughs) We need this in theaters.
0: More of the Rocker Morning Show is next on the Rocker 1077 RKR. Calamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball.
1: And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect, catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their West Ninja location January 20th.
0: All right, so uh, we need to catch up on what's happening with Michigan football. Yeah. Um, the Harbaugh investigation that's going on right now. NCAA looking into violations of their protocols, which I'm sure is a bunch of garbage, but we're going to break this down for you. Um, So Harbaugh is accused of lying to investigators in the NCAA about contact with recruits during the pandemic. Uh, Four level two violations, which usually the NCAA doesn't really care about those. That's like he happened to be in the place of recruits when he wasn't supposed to be yeah. or something like that, you know. And then one level one violation. Those are the ones that the NCAA really looks at. Okay. They're saying he failed to cooperate with investigators related to some of these allegations. Could take months, up to a year, to fully break down what all of the charges are and how he might be punished. Um, Michigan has the option to vacate the remainder of his contract if they see fit, which I think he has three years left on? Yeah. Two or three years left on it. Um, Likely going to be suspended for a couple of games next season if he sticks around now. So here's the big lie he allegedly didn't tell the NCAA about yeah he bought some burgers for recruits during the pandemic and just wasn't he just didn't say anything about the meal bought a couple burgers for some recruits that had probably no money you know buying them a meal yeah he probably paid out of his own pocket too like it's I, I guarantee you the dude did not use like the University of Michigan credit card or anything to pay for this. He's probably like, "Let me buy you a burger," you know? How is that
1: such a an egregious thing? I I'm trying to I'm trying to pull this up here and see if this was a legit tweet. Okay. Does Jim Harbaugh actually No, he actually has
0: Yeah, he's got a Twitter account.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw one I don't know if he tweeted this out or if it was, like, yeah, or if it was photoshopped. Something, like, it may have been from somebody else, like, uh-huh. saying, like, hey, NCAA was actually boneless wings with two <laughs> little fingers. <laughs> yeah, it was probably photoshopped. But, I mean, come on, you know? It is so, it is so whack, dude. I like, don't know why they put those in. They put so many restrictions against these guys. yeah.
0: Something like you know, if you're buying them like a car or something like that, of course. Yeah, if there's
1: like a major incentive, but a yeah. couple of sliders. Yeah, give me. A you point. know,
0: I'm glad the NCAA is allowing NIL money now for players that are already in the NCAA. They're already yeah. playing, you know, because those kids deserve to get paid for what they're being used for in the NCAA. Because like originally, you know, NCAA and EA Sports and stuff were making millions yeah. off of that video game. Using the likenesses and and the they weren't using the names but they were using the likenesses you know of yeah. on the video game and stuff so like yes those kids deserve to get paid for being used like that but something like this man Jesus
1: <laughs> interesting note um, remember which team was featured on the last NCAA video game This
0: is Michigan wasn't it Yep who was on the cover do you remember um, Who was the player because they were using um, re- they were using real photos. Of the players.
1: Yeah. Um...
0: That was like, I think that was the one that broke, it, like broke the dam basically. It was like, hey, you're using actual photos of these kids to your advantage to make a whole bunch of money and they're getting nothing off of it to the point that the coaches can't even buy them cheeseburgers without getting a violation, you know? Yeah. But it's just stupid. It's stupid. But all this comes on the heels of Jim Harbaugh saying that he's not going to leave Michigan. So what he said that on like Thursday or Friday last week. Yeah. He's like, I'm not leaving Michigan, planning to stick around. And then in a matter of like two days, it was Harbaugh going, I'm not leaving Michigan. And NCAA goes, uh, sir, you're under investigation right now for buying kids hamburgers. Yeah. He goes, oh, well, I I have a job interview with Denver this week. <laughs> it
1: was Denard Robinson.
0: Denard Robinson, yeah. So, yeah, Jim Harbaugh pulling his best, you know, Pete Carroll leaving USC when he started getting investigating there. Urban Meyer leaving literally everywhere he's been. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's great, though, I promise. Elvis Rock, station 107.7 RKR. Rock Morning Show with Meatball.
1: And Mark Freikow, sponsored by Lake Effect us live at high on the roof at the grand opening of their Westinage location, January 20th.
0: So we talked about this at the top of the show. Uh, <laughs> Lions beating the Packers last night. Awesome win. Rodgers fails to make the playoffs. Lions go 5-1 and one in the division won eight of their last 10 games, swept the Packers in the season, ended with a win in Lambeau, basically their Super Bowl for the year. It was beautiful. It was just the picture-perfect ending to a season that, you know, halfway through everyone had written them off, and they were like, nah, we we got this. Yeah. Jamal Williams, huge star last night, right? Yeah. Not for his record-setting season for yards, not for his touchdowns beating Sanders, But MVP of being the best kind of person, his introduction, uh, when they gave out their names, you know, normally you do the name, position, and and the school they came from, right? Right. Well, instead of Jamal Williams saying, running back BYU, he goes, swag Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the den. (laughs) (laughs) And he does it. You got to see this up on the Rocker app. He does it with this huge look in his eyes. (laughs) He's like dead serious about it. It's great. and I mean, just this S-eating grin across his face. He's just a big kid, and I love it, man. Um, There was an interview with one of his coaches. I can't remember if it was Dan Campbell or who it was. About, like, the things that he does when he's out on the field. Even when he's just in the locker room. Because he wears, like, the Pokemon do-rags during warm-ups. He wears the Naruto headband. All the cartoon character shoes and socks and stuff. They said... They just want him to be him. Um You got
1: to be loose out there.
0: Yeah, that's what makes him so good. Like he's just allowed to be Jamal. Yeah. And that fun-loving, loud kid on the field, man. His mic'd up moments have been some of the best all season. Like the the um the Detroit Lions TikTok channel is just littered with him. It's it's basically Jamal Williams fest, but I I love it so much, man. <laughs> I love it. Um he he got into it with a reporter once in the locker room during an interview.
1: My old coworker, <laughs> Jeff Rieger. I worked with this guy because he said Pokemon, Pokemon. instead of "Pokemon." <laughs> Come on, Rieger. you got you
0: got a kids. Because like Jamal Williams is sitting there, he's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Are we done? He's like I just want to go home, and TV. I just I, I want to go home, and watch TV, play Pokemon, you know. And then he goes, Oh, you go home and play Pokemon. And he goes, yeah. don't, don't do that. Don't do that. do You sound old when you do that. Don't do that. <laughs>
1: It was so funny because you were like, "Oh, some some reporter like mispronounced it," and I'm hearing this voice. I was like, "That's Jeff." <laughs> <laughs> you serious, Jeff? Come on, man. What the trash? <laughs> um, not
0: just the only person to do something like that last night. Malcolm Rodriguez, his intro when they were introducing the uh, the linebackers. Yeah, he said he went to Barry Sanders <laughs> University.
1: <laughs> oh, that is a hefty claim. That's great.
0: You know that kind of that. Jamal has really short hair in his introduction, right? So more than likely, all of these Sunday night, because they do all the, the the media days and stuff earlier yeah. where they record all of these things. They do those pretty early on in the season, which means the NFL has been sitting on these glorious Sunday night football intros from the Lions for the entire season. That's great. And we had to wait until the last game of the year to see them. How dare you, NFL? <laughs> How dare you? Need to be cooking up some new ones in the off season. If the if if TNT can show the Lakers when they're hot garbage, like you can show the Lions on primetime football when they're one and six, Easy. you know, you put them in primetime just so we can see these intros. Not to mention, they did this for Sunday night football. Who's to say they didn't do the same thing for Monday night football or Thursday night football intros, right?
1: Yeah. <sighs> we need more.
0: Don't you dare deny us this ever again, NFL. I'm very upset. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And
1: Mark Frankow, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westinage location on January 20th. The Maximum Metallica M72 experience, Meatball. That's right.
0: We got some business to take care of with this. It
1: begins today. An hour from now, we're going to give you your first chance, your first code word, to get this ultimate experience, you and a friend are going to get two tickets to see Metallica's back-to-back shows, the 25th and the 27th at SoFi. Man, we're going to put you up in an L.A. hotel for four nights, and you're going to get 500 bucks. Uh, two completely different sets and openers on both shows. are also going to be playing stuff off of 72 Seasons. That is their newest 11th studio album, actually. So crazy. That's insane. The Maximum Metallica experience. So Meatball and myself are going to give you those code words just after 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m. And Uncle Joe Benson is going to give you your last one right after 8 o'clock during Ultimate Classic Rock. So you make sure to enter those code words. If you don't have the 1077 RKR app, download it right now to your phone. You're going to need it to get in the running for the maximum Metallica M72 experience. That's all courtesy of Black & Records on 1077 RKR and all powered by Ace Hardware of Plainwell and Dwajak.
0: Gallimazoo's Rock Station, 1077 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball.
1: And Mark Frickhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at high on the roof at the grand opening of their Westinage location, January 20th.
0: All right, national title game tonight, Mark. End yeah. of college football tonight, which is it's it's sad and exciting all at the same time. Unfortunately, no Big Ten teams in it now, even though Michigan and Ohio State did make the semis. Um, but Georgia and TCU beat them. They play tonight for the trophy. Who do you got and why?
1: Um, honestly, I think it's probably going to be Georgia. They've yeah. been dominant all season. I highly doubt that they dropped this game. They didn't look so good against Ohio State, though. Yeah, different I, matchup, though. I, I think the extra time
0: off might have... Been a little rough for them, maybe throwing
1: it off a little bit. I mean, yeah. both teams are great. TCU is consistent with the scoring, so yeah, they, they've got that. If they can just keep scoring, they'll take it.
0: I, my allegiance is always going to be with K State, my first college team that I've ever loved, yeah, uh, in the Big 12. And K State had to beat TCU for the Big 12 title this season. So, for the sake of my team being able to say they beat the national champions. Pulling for TCU. That makes sense. Like, I I want the Big 12 to bring one home. And more importantly, I want the SEC to lose a national title game. (laughs) I think anytime the SEC loses, we all win. Yeah. I think that's that's settled.
1: They've been sitting on the throne too long.
0: Yeah. Uh, TCU, I mean, they should have been in there a couple years ago. They finally get in on this one. Beat an undefeated Michigan team, which was... It was tough.
1: Yeah, it was to cr- watch. That was a crazy game, like all the way to the last mm-hmm. that last drive.
0: But I mean, for the Wolverines too. Like, I mean, you're you're a Michigan fan. Wouldn't yeah. you like to say that your one loss for the season came against the national champs?
1: Yeah, I think that says a lot, actually.
0: So, it's a big game tonight. I think it's on ESPN. Um, for, yeah, uh, yeah. It's not on. It's not on any of the networks, which kind of sucks, but. It is on ESPN. I'm glad I get to watch it at home, though, because uh, apparently there's no tailgating at SoFi Field
1: oh, in boring. L.A. That's um, going to be the exact opposite for Metallica. Yeah, yeah,
0: no joke. Um, I don't understand how you can have football without tailgating.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the idea is to get hammered before the game, eat bratwurst, and throw yourself <laughs> right. to the table.
0: But, like, honestly, if you're tailgating in L.A., I doubt you're going to get, like, the barbecue and stuff that you would get in other places. Like, yeah. what – you're going to get a bunch of bougie foods, like some – Board surfer dude trying to <laughs> cook lobster tails on a Foreman grill or something like that. Like, I, what would you expect if you went to an LA tailgate?
1: Man, <laughs> I don't know if I can say it on air. I'll be honest with you.
0: I like my brain says if you go to an LA tailgate. Yeah. It's probably going to end up being like portobello burgers Mm. or like beyond meat brats served in lettuce wraps with avocado, you know? See, that's my kind of meal, though. Right. There's nothing. (laughs) See, that's the thing. There's nothing wrong with those foods at all. But for tailgating? Yeah. No.
1: No. That's you leave that stuff at home. Yeah. Real. If you're you're tailgating, you got to live it up a little bit. Right. It It
0: needs to stick to your ribs. It needs to make you like feel so full you need a nap. Right. You know, that's what the alcohol is for, is to give you the motivation to keep going. Like, real tailgate food, this is my requirement for tailgate Listen, food. Go ahead.
1: If there's not tears welling up in your eyes during your next BM after a tailgate yes. dine, then you're doing it wrong.
0: Right. My requirements for tailgating food, <laughs> it has to be physically cut off an animal, <laughs> touched by real fire, and then you cover it in cheese and ranch dressing afterward. That is real tailgating food.
1: That is what being an American is all about. Exactly.